Hello and welcome to another episode of Milk's Favorite Podcast, the unofficial Oreo Review Podcast. I'm Randy. And I'm Michelle. And Mr. Nabisco, you could be the third voice here. Just say the word and make us official. And and you're on. We'll have, I mean, any guest, any Nabisco mm-hmm. employee who wants to guest on here. I guess officially or unofficially. Mm-hmm. Um, do it. We're into it. And just, just shoot us an email. Details at the end. Anyway, every episode on Milk's Favorite Podcast, we pick a different flavor of Oreo, rate it in each of eight categories, and add up the score to see just how good this Oreo is. We always start every episode with a story and this story I think, is going to be less of a story and more of like a surprise grilling. So, Michelle, you oh recently gosh. started a new job, right? Yes, I did. Do your coworkers know you as the Oreo lady? No, they don't. Why not? Um, you know, you don't want to share every detail of your life with your coworkers, I think, right away. You know, like, wait till they get to know you a little bit, just sort of, like, ease into it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Are you going to tell them? Um, yeah, eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Yeah, I could tell them soon. Okay. Maybe it's late, a little later. Okay. Do you have any, any kind of thoughts on, on why wait? Why do things you know, at a particular time? It just time? hasn't come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, not the same way as, um, like, when my PhD advisor introduced me to new students coming into lab, and she would she would say, like, or, you know, we're all introducing ourselves to each other. Oh, what's something interesting about you? And when I didn't say I have an Oreo podcast, then she prodded me for it. But when nobody knows and there's sort of no, it doesn't feel like it fits right in and you don't really have that kind of bonding group discussion where you go around the circle and say something about yourself mm-hmm. as professors. So I haven't come into a situation where it's appropriate. You're supposed to say, I'm in this department. This is where I come from. Something about your research. People don't, I think they're not as interested in your podcast activity. Michelle, you're our social media guru, right? Yes. But you're not really into self-promotion, it seems. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Our first category is name. What's the name? Limited edition. Peppermint, bark, Oreos. I don't think limited edition is part of the name. They say that (laughs) on a lot of packages. Okay, that's true. It was just, sometimes it's... In a different part of the package, and this time it's right in with the name. Michelle, you're getting a little ahead of yourself, I think. I'm sorry. (laughs) What do you think of this name, Peppermint Bark? Peppermint Bark is an interesting name because I think... I don't really think I have experienced Peppermint Bark. I can imagine it because I know, like, Almond Bark, that's Mm -hmm. a thing, and, and Chocolate Bark. I don't know that I've ever had Peppermint Bark. I think I have. I think I've had bark that's had candy cane pieces mm-hmm. on it, which is probably... Why not call it peppermint or candy cane? That's a great question. And we'll we'll get into some packaging details later, but I think the package would not have to change for either peppermint Oreo or candy cane Oreo. And which, which is more festive? Because I think the goal here, right now when we're recording this, it's, it's pre-Christmas. Mm-hmm. to kind of date that this podcast is, and this episode's not coming out till like, March or something. <laughs> so to date us a little bit. It's the holiday season. We're right in the thick of it. And which is more festive, candy canes or peppermint bark? Um, 
Candy canes. Here's what I think might be going on. Okay. Candy canes are... I feel like there's two populations of people who are really into candy canes. One is children, and the other is older people. So kind of the two extremes of age. Right. But bark is... I think of it as a little millennially in terms of desserts. Oh, candy canes just not hip enough. Candy canes are not hip. They are traditional. And traditional is for the sort of young and old. Bark is a fancy kind of, I think of it as a fancy dessert. Okay. It, so it's got a little bit more class. So if you bring peppermint bark Oreos to a party in your like 20s or 30s, it's cool. But if you brought candy cane Oreos, like kind of like for kids. I feel like, and maybe we should try this. I feel like if you set out a bowl of candy canes in in a millennial atmosphere, people would love it. Maybe some people would like really? it ironically, like, oh, haha, candy canes, that's that's uh, uh, not good candy, right? Candy canes aren't yeah. good. No, they're not. But people, like, it, it would trigger something, some nostalgia, some some instinct or something. Whereas if you put out a bowl of peppermint bark, I think people would be like, what is that? I don't know, because I, I think... When I think of eating a candy cane, I think of this uncomfortable coating of sugar mm-hmm. that ends up in your mouth and this sharp piece of candy that you end up with. Because every time I ate a candy cane as a child, it, it was like eating it wrong. It no. ended up sharp. No, that's how it goes. And so now you have this sort of dangerous piece of candy <laughs> that you're trying to eat. And when I think of peppermint bark, I don't think of that problem. I think of, I mean, I think it's still going to get stuck in my teeth. Absolutely. But I'm not going to have this gross sugar coating all over my mouth. I'm not going to have a sharp candy dagger that I'm trying to end up eating. Or this piece that is like a little bit too long to hold and eat, but a little too short to fit all the way in your mouth. So you're sort of navigating this dag, a little too long dagger fitting in your mouth. Like a dirk. Yeah. It's just a weird situation. (laughs) Candy canes. So do you have a score for this name? (laughs) Um, I think it's festive. And I think it's really targeting that that special generation of people. Our generation. <laughs> the generation we belong to. Yes. I think it's doing a good job. And so I'm going to give it a 10. I just don't like it nearly that much. Peppermint bark doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't hit me in the, the kind of feelings that I want a, an Oreo to hit me in. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think I'm giving it a, a seven. That that feels right. Our next category is packaging. And the reason why I think this could be called peppermint Oreo is because there's... Candy cane? Well, I, I oh. gave two options. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm going to start with peppermint. All right. The reason why I think it could be called peppermint Oreo is because there's the... You know, you have your standard Oreo, right? Uh, and there's kind of a gift tag on it. Right in the middle, right under the O in the first O in Oreo. And the gift tag says peppermint flavored cream mm-hmm. with candy sugar cri- or crunchy sugar crystals. And so you could have, you know, peppermint Oreo with peppermint flavored cream. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And candy cane, you, you see what I'm talking about with candy cane, right? Do you want to describe it? Yeah, so behind the name, there's these pieces of bark, I guess, that are really strange looking and they have these big chunks of candy canes on them much bigger chunks than I think you would want to have on bark because 
you wouldn't be able to eat that. Yeah, you can't. You chomp into one of those candy cane uh, pieces, and it's going to hurt your teeth. But they're trying to give this visual of the the candy cane. They definitely want to remind you of candy cane. Right. My problem, though, is that, you know, we already have, and we've tried, mint Oreos. So they're trying to distinguish it here between this is not just your regular mint Oreo. This is a holiday peppermint bark Oreo. I don't know what the bark component is going to be yet. So I, I think I actually figured it out by looking at this package. Every Oreo package, not the thins, but the, the normal size Oreos, they have a picture of, and I guess some thins do also, a picture of what the flavor is supposed to represent. Mm -hmm. And here, I thought at first when I looked at the package, it was like a piece of pie or something. Because it's really not clear what it is. But I think it's three layers of peppermint bark. Mm -hmm. And it looks like the peppermint bark, the bottom layer is like a brownie or a chocolate cake or just maybe even solid chocolate, like a chocolate bar. Do you know what bark is? It uh, can't not be peppermint cake. bark. Why not? That's just not what bark is. You could do it. It's a thin layer of hard chocolate. Okay, so. For sure. That does not look like a thin layer. <laughs> it's blown up. Okay. Enlarged. And then underneath that is some kind of creamy thing. Some kind of sugary white sugar thing. It looks like white chocolate. Okay, maybe it's white chocolate. The the pack it's very hard to see this. The package is very busy. Yeah. That's and then true. so then on top of the peppermint bark is the candy cane. So maybe it's peppermint bark Oreos because of the chocolate. Mm -hmm. Because candy canes don't have chocolate. Peppermint regular yeah. doesn't have chocolate. Yeah, that's possibly true. And I think because the bark has this texture. And this says, with these crunchy sugar crystals, so that they're giving the textural component of the bark. I'm, honestly, I'm a little bit nervous about these crunchy sugar crystals. <laughs> I feel, I, when I first, when Oreos first started putting things in the cream, I was very into it, right? The Pop Rocks and the Fireworks, love it. Mm -hmm. the, the Millet in the Kettle Corn, love it. But I feel like when they put sugar stuff in it, it just gets very gummy, you know, and like sticks in your teeth, and it's not a great experience. We're going to have to see whether it's gummy or whether it's just crunchy. I would love something that's just got a crunch in it, like more like a sprinkle. Well, so the thing I do like about this package is the blue background has these, I guess they're, they're snowflakes. Snow oh, yeah, snowflakes. I do like that. I like it a lot also. That is maybe my favorite part of this package. I do also kind of like the candy canes on there. You want to talk more about those snowflakes? Most of them are dots, and a couple of them have are more complex. They have lines, but they're all different. What about your feelings? Like, what what do you feel when you see it? Um, it just it feels very wintry, you know, kind of cozy, like mm -hmm. holidays, snow, cozy. I guess that's only in some parts of the world that that's true. But where I grew up. Though. Yeah, and I feel like the target market, like, I, you know, we, we know that overseas Oreos are different. Yeah. If I had to guess, I would probably guess that peppermint bark Oreos aren't in the Southern Hemisphere. They may not even be in Europe. It might just be an America thing. That's probably true. Yeah. I, I like it, the, the snowflakes, for pretty much the same reason, but with an extra Christmassy feeling. And as a secular Jew, I feel like I can say Christmas is the best. And, like, the Christmas feeling specifically. The holiday, I could take it or leave it. 
-hmm. but the feeling of Christmas is really good. Mm. And this feels very much like kind of, you know, the 1950s dream Mm -hmm. of of Christmas. It feels like Bing Crosby singing I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. It's got that Christmas spirit, Christmas holiday song thing. And I think it's because most of them are dots, but then a couple of them are other shapes. And if if it was all other shapes, it'd be way too no, busy, it's, way too complicated. It's really nice. Yeah, it's very classy. The the graphic designers here, Mr. Nabisco, they deserve a raise. They did a really good job. This is one of our better packages, I think. Oh, the peppermint bark is much more clear on the side of the package. Yeah, because we don't have the the name on it covering a bunch of it up. Yeah. What's your score? Mm, it's honestly, it's a good package. It's a little bit busy. The peppermint bark is not super clear, but the overall emotional effect here is very strong. I'm going to give it a, a 10.5. I also really like it. I'm going to give it an 11. Our next category is smell. You want to open it up? I do want to. Now this left lift tab was like popping off, it so was. this should be easy. Was it easy? It was easy. Wow, I can smell it already. I'm across the table. I I can't, but I'm excited. Oh, boy. It is very strong. It is very strong. Very minty. Very minty. I actually didn't expect it to be so minty because it's got these other components in the bark. Yeah. It's not just peppermint flavored. It's peppermint bark flavored. Yeah. It, It doesn't feel like mint. It feels like candy cane. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's because I've been primed for it or, you know, like if if someone just gave this to me without any context, maybe I would say, oh, it's mint. I'm not totally convinced it's a different smell than the mint Oreos. Well, you don't believe there's multiple types of mint, right? That's true. You think they're all the same. There are different mint plants, but the peppermint flavor that we consume typically, I think is all the same. What about like winter mint or winter green or? What does that mean? It's I a mean, different plant. Yeah, but when it comes out in this essence, it's all the same. It's just mint flavored. Like that smells the same to me as any any of those mint toothpaste. You know, they have the blue one and the green one and the white one, and they sometimes have different flavors of mint on the toothpaste. No, those are all the same. What nonsense is this? So, listeners. Everybody believes in one conspiracy theory, at least. And this is Michelle's, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a vast conspiracy among all of the mint products that you put in your mouth producers. Yeah. To trick us into thinking that there's more than one variety of mint. <laughs> one, more than one variety of artificial mint flavor. There's probably natural flavors okay, in here. Yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. check. But, but I just don't think that we can distinguish enough to have those different labels. But that people like to have something where they, they say, well, I like that type of that thing. You know, I'm the, I'm the winter mint person. You know? But if, if you have... that winter mint gum. If you have like a double mint gum, that tastes different from an Altoid. Because of the different amounts of sugar mm. in those things. So okay. maybe... What, I mean, what is double mint? What does that mean? It's a brand name. Yeah. That's not like the flavor. <laughs> I don't, I don't think Wrigley's is like, hey, the new flavor, double mint. <laughs> I don't know. I don't chew gum. 
I don't really get gum, so I don't really know yeah. why we would need multiple different flavors of mint gum in the first place. One time at work, I don't know, a couple months ago, I was very, very hungry, but didn't actually want to eat. So I said, oh, when you're very hungry, but you don't want to eat. Because I was, it wasn't real hunger. It was like my brain thinking like, oh, you should be eating, but mm-hmm. I wasn't actually hungry. So I, uh, I thought, oh, I'll get a stick of gum or a pack of gum. Mm-hmm. And I'll just chew on some gum and it'll be fine. It'll be like 65 cents from the vending machine, whatever. I go to the vending machine, no gum. Yeah, because who chews gum? Well, every vending machine has gum at the bottom row. I think it was a 90s thing. I don't think gum is a thing anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we're very far afield. <laughs> <laughs> so this smell, it's, it is a strong smell. It's not quite permeating the room right now. I can smell it from pretty far away, and I like it, because I like mint-flavored things. It is It is a nice smell, in context. Oh, this is progress. The mint hater over there. So the the context is, you take just regular mint Oreo, right? That's an evergreen Oreo. That is always there. Mm -hmm. It's not an occasion. This is limited edition, peppermint bark, holiday season Oreo. So you like mint within the holiday season because now it's conjuring snowflakes and and Bing Crosby. I don't think I don't I, I don't <laughs> think I like like I'm not gonna go out of my way. It okay. so reminds me of toothpaste, but it's better in this context. All right, that's fair. Oh, weirdly, now that we've kind of closed the package a little bit, I'm starting to smell it more. That is weird. Maybe it's my imagination. I don't know. Anyway, do you have a score here? I do like it a lot, I and it's pretty strong, although I, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give it an 11. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I wish it was stronger, I wish it didn't smell like mint. <laughs> you said you liked it, I, yeah, going back in on context, it. In context, uh. it's good, but imagine if it smelled like pine trees. That would be so much better. Yeah, why don't we have like a sage... A savory Oreo, yeah. Yeah. No, it's already a low-sugar cookie. Honey sage. <laughs> I would try it, even if not for this podcast. Sounds great to me. Honey sage Oreos? Yeah. They'd have to be golden, though. Yes. Yes, they would. Anyway, this smell, <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a, a 9.5. Our next category is appearance. And uh, let's take some of these out. Make sure to set one aside for later, Michelle. And standard Oreo, no special thing on the cookie. My my cookie is not perfectly circular. You see that? It's a little bit weird. I don't know if I've ever... It's not broken. It's not filed down. It just looks like misstamped. Yeah, mine is like that too. The edge is not... One of them is okay, but on the other side... It's missing part of it. Like yeah. the stamping is goes around the edge, so part of the edge has the crimping on it. I just pulled out a third one, and it, it's got the same issue. So maybe this is a factory problem. Weird. I, I, yeah, I think sometimes their machines are just not working quite right, which makes sense. Yeah. Um. So the, I guess the main difference here is that we can see these red. They do look like sprinkles to me. They do. Yeah, there's some around the edges. There's in the cream, there are red dots, kind of reminiscent of fireworks. Yeah. Except with just the red. Mm hmm. I like it. It 
they look kind of like the sprinkles you would put on sugar cookies. And I, yeah. I'm not the biggest sugar cookie fan, but they are, you know, they're very festive to me. That's the kind of cookies we would make. Yeah, absolutely. Around the holidays. I think yeah, they kind of don't look like that, like sprinkles, if they're very up close. Like if, like this one, you see that one is right up at the edge of the, the cream. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, but look at that one right up at the edge of the cream. That that feels like it, it like fell off the cream and left just like an, an imprint of itself. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a nice touch. I would like more. Yeah, I agree. At least for the visual. But I think the the size of them is gonna be much better for the the eating experience. Yes. Than something more or bigger. A lot so, of these are broken. Yeah, and look looking in the package, there's a lot of cookie dust on the cream. The one I pulled out doesn't really have much cookie dust on the cream. Neither one of them does. They're generally still sloppy. They're, yeah. They're very sloppy, but I like the effect of the... Yeah. They feel kind of like a rush job. Yeah. Like somebody had the idea for peppermint bark Oreo, and then they had to ship them out in like a week. That could be. They came out kind of late, right? We sort of expected some winter themed Oreos much earlier in the season. Yeah, well, I think that's because it started getting cold early. Mm. Like, it was it was freezing in October. Yeah. And then winter Oreos and, like, literally winter Oreos and winter-type Oreos kind of hit shelves in maybe late November, mm-hmm. right before Thanksgiving, which feels like a reasonable time to put out winter things. Yeah. Although they didn't really, I guess, apple pie Oreos came back. That was kind of the only fall Oreo I saw. Yeah. It just seems like a weird kind of slow Oreo flavor season. And Mr. Nabisco, where's hot cocoa? Where Why isn't that is coming it? Back? That would be a great combination to eat with peppermint Ooh. bark, right? A hot cocoa one. Anyway, you got anything <laughs> else to say about this appearance? No, it's it's good but sloppy. I'm going to give it a, an 8. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a little bit high but not very much. I'm going to give it a 7. Our next category is ease of opening. How are you going to open yours? I am going to pull apart. Okay. Should I do it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was very easy. Yeah, it looks good, too. It looks very That's good. It's very clean. Yeah. Hardly any cream on the cookie or cookie on the cream. Almost none. I just twisted, and it was like a dream. Yeah, very easy to open. It's I So I like this. There's a little bit, like a tiny bit of resistance at first. Mm-hmm. And I like that because it means the Oreo is not going to open itself. Yeah. We've had that happen where basically like you look at the Oreo too hard and it, it opens up. Mm-hmm. I like that tiny bit of give. And as as long as you get over that, it just comes apart super cleanly. Yeah. It's great. And then when you open it up, you can, I, I got a lot more of the sprinkles right yeah. on the, oh wow, yours looks really nice. Yeah. These these are very very good very easy to open. I'm just I had another one out, so I'm gonna do a quick up down. Ooh, this is hard. That was hard, but still remarkably clean for yeah. an up down. Yeah. I I don't have anything else to say. These opened up very well. Michelle, thoughts? I agree. Twelve point five. Yeah, I don't know how could it, how it could be better. I agree. Twelve point five. I don't know if we've ever explained this, by the way. Uh, but our scale is out of 12.5 each category because there are eight categories. So when you add up the scores, if they got a perfect 12.5 in every category, it'd be 100. Yeah. I don't. I just don't know. Somebody asked me the other day, 
Why do you do it out of 12.5? Oh, you've been slacking on explaining. I don't think I've ever explained that on the podcast. I thought that you used to at the beginning. Say, I don't know. We, for... we don't have to have this discussion <laughs> now. <laughs> Our next category is... Uh, it's the category I really didn't want to do this time. It's taste. So let's let's taste these Oreos. I'm excited. Give me some of that peppermint bark. Wolf. Ugh. This is so astringent. I think it's too much peppermint. This is toothpaste. I'm just straight up eating toothpaste sandwiched between Oreos. Hmm. <laughs> But I keep, I keep going back. I keep eating more. So I like it. Um, <laughs> I like the cream. Seems like it has a different, slightly different texture to me. Huh. And I really like it. I think the sprinkles are actually pretty good. Are they stuck in your teeth? The sprinkles. A little bit. Yours. Um. Not any more than a general Oreo tooth issue. I'm not really getting any crunch from the. The crunchy candy mm. sugar, or crunchy sugar crystals, whatever. I'm not getting crunch from that, but I am kind of getting flavor from it. Okay. Like when the when the crystal hits my tongue, I notice. And honestly, that's my favorite part of this Oreo, hmm. because that is kind of a minty flavor that's not reminiscent of toothpaste. <laughs> so they remind me of what are those peppermint candies called? Peppermint patties. Peppermint patties. It reminds me of that a lot. The cream is kind of like the inside of that. Mm -hmm. And then you have the chocolate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want the second one. <laughs> you want it? Mm -mm. Oh, you look so sad. I feel like I just ate toothpaste. <laughs> and there's something... So, I don't want to eat toothpaste because I don't really like the way toothpaste tastes. But then also I have this deep-seated thing of... When you're a kid, they say, oh, don't swallow. You know, when you're brushing your teeth, don't swallow. Mm -hmm. Spit out all that froth. And so there's, like, in my head, deep in my lizard brain, there's this idea that, like, swallowing toothpaste will just straight kill me. <laughs> like, I'm going to start hemorrhaging blood and throwing up and everything. Wow. And so these have the added thing of, like, triggering that response. And I know, I know that's nonsense. I know you can eat all the toothpaste you want. Really? Uh, well, I don't know that, but I know like the <laughs> I don't amount. Think you can eat all the toothpaste you want. You're gonna be confusing some people somewhere out there. <laughs> the amount of toothpaste you get from brushing your teeth, you can just swallow that down, and that's fine. Every day, twice a day. Well, I I don't know. I wouldn't do that. But do, how much of that you, is just propaganda? Do you do that? Please stop. I, no, I don't. I don't swallow the whole thing, but. Everybody swallows a little bit of toothpaste every time they brush okay, their teeth. Okay, so you're not swallowing it on purpose. Right. Yeah, I'm okay. not purposely. All right. Good. But so this this triggers that response in me, and I know it shouldn't. I like my conscious mind can tamp it down, but it's still there. You know. Even with the combination of the chocolate, because yeah. the chocolate is, I think, what makes it different. I don't. I'm not really tasting chocolate. From the cookie. From, yeah. Really. I I very rarely taste the chocolate in the cookie. Hmm. And maybe it's because, like, I've eaten a lot of Oreos in my life, so my baseline Oreo, like, I'm, I, I mostly ate regular Oreos until we started doing this podcast, mm -hmm. so, like, my baseline for what an Oreo should taste like, I guess, is a little bit chocolatey. Okay. 
Because I do notice that there's not chocolate in the golden ones. Yeah. I just don't really notice the chocolate, you know? Okay. So what's your taste score? I don't I don't like it. I don't want to eat any more of these. Pretty much under any circumstances. I'd rather not eat an Oreo. Which is never a thing that I have to do. <laughs> we always have Oreos. So I think I'm going to give it a... a a three. There were some good points, and it is recognizably an Oreo. I like it for the most part. I agree it is a little bit on the strong side, and especially with a bark, you kind of want more chocolate flavor. So I sort of wish that there was, you know, like the hot chocolate, hot cocoa ones, if there was like a layer of the chocolate as well in there to give it a little bit more of that to go along with the peppermint. Can I feel like we've suggested this a lot of times. Mr. Nabisco. Anytime you have a regular chocolate Oreo, can you just squirt on a liquid of the, a layer of that chocolate cream? <laughs> I think it would make almost all of them better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Or make the cookies more chocolatey. That would yeah. That would work too. But that chocolate cream is really good. But I do still like it. So I'm gonna give it a ten. Our next category is accuracy. Hmm. It. So I'm gonna go buy candy cane. Does it taste like candy cane? Now, I know peppermint bark's a little bit different, but it's basically the same, like, predominant flavor, right? Yeah. So, and peppermint bark is going to be more chocolatey. Mm-hmm. So this, again, didn't really seem that chocolatey to me. It did taste like a candy cane, though. Yeah. Especially the the chunks, the, the sugar crystals. Mm-hmm. What are they even called? The crunchy sugar crystals? <laughs> yeah. Those, like, that hits your tongue, and I'm like, oh. Oh, I'm eating a candy cane. Yeah. Do you think they just chopped up candy canes? And put them That's in? what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> right? They probably have candy canes just lying around. Lying, uh, yeah, they're everywhere this time of year. Grind them up real Basically small. Basically just find them on the floor. Yeah, don't eat, the floor. don't eat those. Don't eat those. Michelle, if you ever come into contact with an unwrapped candy cane that you yourself have not unwrapped... I didn't and you say didn't, it was unwrapped. I just said it was on the, the floor. unwrapping... <laughs> Don't eat it. <laughs> Just that it was on the floor. That implies unwrapped. <laughs> I don't know why. Nothing wrapped has ever touched a floor. Uh, yeah, so I think it is pretty accurate. I think it's missing... I think it's missing a couple things. Because this is implying that this peppermint bark has white chocolate flavor also. Okay. Which I think that we're kind of missing. And we're missing the chocolate layer. Mm-hmm. So it's just... It's a candy cane Oreo. That, right, that's what I'm saying. It's not really a peppermint bark Oreo. That should have been called candy cane. Thank you. It's just it's classier this way. It is classier this way, but it's not accurate to me. You got a score? I am going to have to dock this down to a seven. Ooh, I was not going to go nearly that low, and I still won't. I think it's a nine. I guess that is nearly that low, but it feels much higher. Seven feels like half, you know? Mm-hmm. Nine feels like three quarters. Whatever makes you sleep at night. <laughs> so our final category is what we we set aside Oreos for before. And this category is how good is it as a coaster? So we, uh, we had cups of water with us. And basically once we set the Oreos aside, we put the water on top of the Oreo as though the Oreo were a coaster. Mm-hmm. Has your water spilled at all? No. Mine hasn't either, although it's not its not straight. It's, like, tilted, for sure. Yours is very worrying. It's been worrying me the whole time. <laughs> I've been, like, 
Is this really going to stay? <laughs> if it spills, that cup of water is so full. Like It's not in my field of vision. It's like in my very edge of my peripheral. We're not messing around with these. Oh, I would not shake the table because it just shook that cup of water. And there's some important stuff over there. So main job of a coaster is to be a layer between the drink and the table. Mm-hmm. So you don't get rings on the table, right? Mm-hmm. You also want your coaster to be to not move around on you, yeah. right? You want it to stay in one place. You want it to be flat and level. Yeah. And you want it to stay down on the table when you pick up your drink. Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to, like, pick your drink up, put your drink down, you know? We need to test out if it's going to stay on the table when we pick our cup up. Yeah. Well, one other thing, I think. You want your coaster to be bigger than the base of your cup or drinking vessel. Yes. Because you don't want to you don't want to have to like aim your cup. Right. right. You just want to be able to put it down without really looking at it. That closely. any other any other facets of coasters? Um, oh, you don't want them to be absorbent. That's true. You, I don't I think you also don't want them to be too, too tall because mm-hmm. if they're very tall, then they're making your glass easier to knock over. Yeah. Yeah. Stability is a concern. You don't want them to fall apart if you hit them too hard. Yeah. Or or sort of bend under the weight of a cup of water. Right. And I, I said that thing about you don't want them to be absorbent and then immediately thought of cardboard bar coasters. But, like, those aren't good coasters. No, they're cheap. Yeah, that's why they have them. And they, they're they not they're not stuff you're going to reuse. Right. You know, all right. So let's pick up our waters. My Oreo is still looking fine. And there's not cookie dust on the table near it. No cookie dust on the bottom of my cup. That's true. Mine, mine looks good, too. I'm finding it hard to, like... If I'm not looking at it, it's kind of blends in with the table. I think you might also not want a coaster to totally blend in with the table. Yeah. Because. Yeah, I'm like, if if I'm just using my peripherals, I'm going to miss every time. I'm nervous. I'm nervous putting this back on the cookie. Yeah, look, mine's kind of tipping as it okay. sits there. Yeah. It makes me very anxious. Oh, and if, if you're not sent, like if you're not. If you're slightly off, it's tipping over. Yeah. It's too high, too. It's making my cup at a very awkward height, I think. Yeah. Any other thoughts about these Oreos as coasters? It looks kind of cool. I could imagine having an Oreo coaster where it's bigger. Yeah. Did you, as a kid, did you ever have those, you know, like ice packs? Did you ever have one shaped like an Oreo? No, I didn't. Did you? Yeah, I had one of those. I don't think I ever, it just like sat in the freezer all the time. I don't think I ever used it. But something like that size, it was probably, uh, I don't know, like five or six inches in diameter. You Mm -hmm. know, like ice pack sized, circular. Something like that size could be cool and flat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like half an inch tall. Right. That would be neat. But Oreo, the peppermint bark Oreos as they stand, I don't, I don't think, like they'll work in a pinch for sure. If you need coasters and all you have is peppermint bark Oreos, that'll do you. Well, yeah, except that if there was more condensation, you might actually end up with it dripping off around the sides of the Oreo. Yeah, that's an important note. We're using plastic cups, not glass cups. And water that's... Just from the tap. Yeah, it's not, not cold. Like not There's brita no water. in it or anything. If you had a, a glass with some scotch and ice in it, I think it would be dripping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't think they're good coasters. No. I think in a pinch, it'll work if you need it to. But if that's the situation you're in, I, I don't know how you got there. But it also sounds like you would prefer to use these Oreos as coasters rather than eating them. Is that true? No. 
No. Okay, no. you'd rather eat it than use it as a coaster. Uh, I don't want to do either. <laughs> uh, okay, so gun to my head, I have to do it. I have to do one of them. Yeah, I think... No. I don't want to use it as a coaster. Because if I eat one of these Oreos, that's going to be momentarily unpleasant. But if okay. I use it as a coaster, there's a big risk. Yes. You know, my drink might spill, which that by itself is not a big deal, but it might spill on something and ruin something. It might... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it might fall off a table and then my, my glass might break. Yeah. That's part of the reason why we were using plastic cups. <laughs> yeah, I think gun to my head, I eat one of these instead of use it as a coaster. All right. What's your score What then? would you rather do? I would definitely rather eat it. I like them. Okay, but somebody puts a gun to your head and is like, choose. I would scream first. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would eat the Oreo. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's and hope fair. that they then took the gun away from my head. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's implied, right? Oh, okay. It's part of the implied bargain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like we were going off script. <laughs> so I think for coaster, uh, I would give this a two. Oh wow! I was not expecting that low, but I was thinking a three. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three is not that much higher than two, Michelle. I see your point. <laughs> All right. We're going to just give us a minute now to add up our scores because that's our final category. And while we're doing that, head on over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, a supermarket. I don't know. Give us a rating. Give us a review. If you... Ooh, how about this? We'll have a contest, Michelle. A contest? Anyone who emails us or tweets at us, if you tweet at us a picture of you, a review of our podcast that you have hung up on some kind of community message board, like in a supermarket, the, f- the first, I don't know, five people to tweet at us that, um, we will ask for your addresses and we will send you a box of Oreos that we bought in the store. <laughs> All right. No guarantees that it survives transit, but we will do it. Just tweet at us. And we're back. My score was 60.5. And mine was 72.5. That's kind of about how I I thought it would break down with yours being much higher than mine. Yeah. It seems like a big difference, but I really do like mint and you really don't like mint. Yeah. So. And that that makes sense for a 20% difference. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, I guess mixed recommendation. Basically, if you like mint, you probably will like these Oreos. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Milk's favorite podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor. You can hear him play with Kid Scientist, or go to their website at kidscientist.bandcamp.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at milksfavoritepodcast, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at milksfavoritepodcast.com.